0: It's November. We made it. We are here. November 2020. There's a lot happening in the world. <laughs> I'm a little stressed. I'm guessing I'm not the only one. I'm realizing that I'm a little bit of a hider. Like I definitely love to work on my stress and like feel emotions. But sometimes I just all of a sudden realize like I've been sitting in the bathroom for an hour and I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm just sitting here, maybe hiding a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes I'll even work in the bathtub, like, safely. I swear, I promise. I'll, like, put my computer outside of the tub and edit and listen to things. But it's oh, it's my cocoon. It's a little bit of my cocoon. So anyone else? Just me? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Life of a podcaster. What, what are you guys doing? What are you doing to take care of yourself right now? Are you drinking wine? Are you sleeping a little bit extra? I mean, like, seriously, no judgment. You just, you do you. Gotta do what you gotta do right now to stay well. Today is the very first episode, chatting all about fun. So the month of November, we're talking fun, fun self care plans, play. Sometimes I like to talk about self care and self discovery as you know a journey and as like this really intense work, which it sometimes is. But this month nope, we're not doing that. We're talking about practices that are easy, that make us feel good, that are fun. And I could not think of a better person to talk to about this than our girl, Sarah Bryant, aka Sarah LuHu on the social medias. Sarah is not only a hugely successful beauty blogger, she's a makeup tutorialist. She is a seeker. She is a hypnotherapist, which you know I love. Um, she loves astrology. She loves working on her insides and her outsides. And we talk about that today. So go ahead. If you're not already following Sarah on the Instagrams, hop on over there right now. Sarah underscore Luhu, Give her a follow. She'll bring you so much positivity to your feed. While you're at it, you can follow this show too. Yoga Magic Podcast, shout out. Anyways, on this episode, we talk about creating a successful business through makeup tutorials. Who knew? We talk about winter beauty hacks. We talk about staying positive in a world of influencing and social media. Sarah is a five-time Sagittarius in her birth chart, so you know that this girl is an optimistic human but she's also a realist and she doesn't put up with BS and I think that's why she is so successful. So before we get to Sarah, if you love this episode or you love Sarah and you know you made your way here via her Instagram, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Give this show a rating and a review. It means so much and it's what really keeps people coming back. It what It's what helps people find us and gets people on the show to chat more goodness. So thank you to Sarah for coming on, sharing all of her goodness, and thanks to everyone for listening. Enjoy. Well, Sarah, I'm so glad that you're on the show. This is going to be so much fun. I feel like, this is weird. Do you feel like you're friends with people on Instagram before you, like, act, like when you've never even met them? Does this come up? Oh, on? for
1: sure. <laughs> I think, like, I'm like, well, I'm friends with her. Is she friends with me? Like, <laughs> I know we're best friends. I just don't know if she knows that yet. <laughs> I know.
0: And like, I sometimes feel like a creeper when I know so much about people, but at the same time, like that is the world that we live in, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you like, sure. you know, a cool 350,000 followers. So like, that's a lot of friends. <laughs> a lot of people know a lot about me. <laughs> yes. Uh, how did you get into this? Like you've made it a business. Like, you're thriving. How have you done
1: this? It started on accident. I cut my hair off. So when I did the big chop. I own a telecom company so in the background right I own a telecom company. I've owned it and ran that for going on 8 years now. So, I was going to work every day, you know, like a normal person, having my office job and I came back from vacation one summer and just went to the salon. I had my appointment already booked and I was just like, "Look, we're cutting it off." So, we cut it off. I took a picture, of course, like anyone would do, a selfie in the car as soon as you leave the salon and that picture went viral. So it kind of escalated quickly from there. I think that was in July, late July. And by October, I had like 20,000 followers. By January, I had 100,000. Oh my and gosh. And wow. It was so crazy. I committed myself to making hair tutorials, not because I thought I was making content in any way, mm-hmm. but because I was getting all these DMs from women who had cut their hair on like a whim and then regretted it because they weren't sure how to style it or how it would suit them or women who had cut their hair years ago and they were just bored with it and they didn't know how else they could style it. Mm -hmm. So I committed to doing a short hair tutorial every Wednesday. We called it tutorial Wednesday. And I did that for like a year and a half. And I just styled my short hair different ways to give people ideas on how versatile it can be because you think of long hair and you think you can do all of these styles with it, but short hair is incredibly versatile. Mm-hmm. You just have to like get out of your comfort zone and out of what you normally do day-to-day and what you're comfortable doing.
0: Mm-hmm. So when did you decide to make this? I mean, are you still working outside of beauty blogging? I feel like you're like the busiest human I ever.
1: Am, I am. Oh I, am I still have the telecom company. So I do consider beauty blogging my full-time job now. Okay. I'm the kind of person I wouldn't be happy if I didn't have my hand in a bunch of different pots. So this just makes me happy. This is what's most fulfilling for me right now. And I understand that like this probably isn't going to last forever. So I'm riding this wave Mm -hmm. because it's so incredible as long as I can, but it wasn't until about two years in, I had a little under 300,000 followers and I was coming to New York city just for a, like a weekend trip. And there's an agency in New York, an influencer agency, and they have a podcast actually. It's called A Drink With James. And I listen to the podcast all the time to like immerse myself in the business side of it because I had no idea. You think of YouTubers as one thing, but I didn't really think that like people could make a, you could make a real living off of making like videos on Instagram. So I booked a 40 minute sit down meeting with the CEO of this agency. And I was like, yeah, so I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm having fun doing it. And I think it could be something, but I'm not sure. So I just wanted to talk to someone who sees it every day for you to tell me if I have something. And he was just like, yes, (laughs) you need to be doing (laughs) this full time. (laughs) And so like, I legitimately walked out of that meeting. I called my dad, who is the CEO of my telecom company. So he runs the day-to-day business. And I was just like, Hey, yeah. So I'm going to do this more often. So I'm going to like split my time 50, 50. And then that kind of just, as like my deals came in and my partnerships and my contracts, like I have a Sephora contract that I've had for two years now. Like when that one came in, I was just like, okay, I need to really focus my energy. on (laughs) And yeah, it's just been a whirlwind. Basically. I feel like I haven't come up for air yet.
0: That's such an inspiring story. I, like you started off with just sharing and helping. I mean, you were helping people like, hey, here's some cool way. He'll cool so you can do your hair. And it's turned into this huge way that feeds other people, but also hopefully still feeds you. Does it feel fun still after all this time?
1: For sure. Especially for October. So in October is like my favorite month to do what I do because I create just a bunch of like, fun, like creative Halloween looks. And that's where like, I remember how much just fun it is. Because when you're, you know, you get a product that you have to create something for in a week's time, and you have to film it, edit it, everything, learn about it, try it out. That's stressful. You know, that's not that much fun. Yeah. But things like this, and being able to film, this podcast isn't coming out for a while, right? This is coming out in November. Yes. Okay, cool. So I can talk. So like, as you can see, I'm sitting here as a kind of like a goth flapper right now. Mm, Yeah. I already recorded a Phoenix Halloween look. I'm going to be doing Baby Yoda, which I'm so excited about. Baby Yoda. (laughs) Baby Yoda. So like, how can you not have fun doing things like that? Right. And yeah, it's great. And it's so nice to be able to help people, you know, to have someone come to me and say, Either hey, I've been searching for something that can help me with X, and I can give them a recommendation. Or and even more so when they come back, you know, a month later and go, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much! Like that product changed my life. Like I feel Mm -hmm. so much more comfortable in my skin." That's like, oh, it's amazing. It's incredible.
0: Mm -hmm. What are you doing for Halloween? Do you have any like COVID plans?
1: (laughs) I will be. I'll be back in Florida, so I'm in New York now. I'm going back to Florida so that I can vote. Early in person, I yes, want to see my ballot go into the okay. box. Okay, I want to watch it. I want to watch against scanned. so I'll be back home in Florida for that. I'll probably be hanging out. I hang out with my two godsons every Halloween, so normally I'll like paint their faces. Oh. I am the I'm the Halloween makeup person. So <laughs> that's what you do. Come over and get their makeup done, and then go trick or treating. But I'm not sure. I think it depends on the COVID like hotspot in Florida, if we're actually trick-or-treating or if we're just going to be like eating candy and watching Hocus Pocus by ourselves. Both feel great, right? Like mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Good for
0: you. So as far as like, but kind of how you talk about tutorials and how you talk about sharing products and things, like I really see what you do as this self-care moment for those of us that are able to consume all the goodness that you have. And I honestly had not really watched many tutorials, you know, prior to quarantine because I don't know, I just never did. That was like my new favorite pastime during quarantine. Like, just learning new things that felt so far out of what my little box was at home. Right? Like, I wasn't so like you're looking at me right now. Like, I don't. I don't not wear a lot of makeup. I don't know anywhere to go. But it felt so fun to do that. To like watch your videos, to watch people get glam, and then just like wash it off. It felt so special to
1: me. Is that something that like comes up? Do you see it as self care? Totally. So for me. Like I always, I try to make people feel better about themselves watching one of my tutorials rather than worse about themselves. So I think like beauty, the beauty industry in general has kind of a bad rap from the years of making people feel less than or making people feel incomplete and like they needed something else to fulfill them. Sure. So I always try to like take my approach towards beauty as a just a feel good moment and really as self-care rather than like feeling like you have to do something.
0: Yeah. That's such a good answer. There's been a number of times where I've been like, that was sort of shamey, whatever somebody said. And I never hear you say that. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I feel excited to see, you know, what you're, what you're working on. And it also feels like we're all human here, right? Like no one's perfect Beauty bloggers, I think anyone with a huge influential following, we can put them on a pedestal. And be like they're perfect, right? But like that's mm-hmm. not the world that we And live. you don't
1: realize the face tune that goes into oh. those <laughs> pictures. Now you can face tune videos. I'm like, what? Oh my
0: god. It's gosh.
1: crazy. But I mean, I think that, you know, we're all working on ourselves. I feel like I I have the benefit of coming into this at a later age than most people do too. I started this when I was 30. A lot of beauty bloggers who blow up start when they're 14, 15, 16. Uh-huh. And I was like the amount of insecurity in a 16 year old girl, the amount of insecurity that was in with me when I was 16, like it was a whole different ballgame. You did feel less than you did feel like you needed things to complete yourself, to fulfill yourself. And now like I come at it from an angle of, Instagram versus reality kind of thing like yeah I'm filming from you know the chest up kind of but I have sweatpants on underneath which I really do right now I love it well Mm -hmm. that's yeah
0: I love that let's keep keep it all real because I think the internet can be a weird place it can be really Mm -hmm. weird when we don't share where we're at and I love that so as far as things coming up right like we're going to be moving into the winter in New York it's cold in Minnesota it's absolutely freezing it like hurts your body what trends are you seeing as far as the winter goes maybe it's like makeup it's hair whatever i just i love learning from you
1: <laughs> i think in new york everyone's like preparing to lock down again are pretty they? much or making a mass exodus so, like a lot of people i know have rentals outside of the city just because right now it's amazing all the cafes and everybody like everyone's eating outside and cuz you there's no indoor dining in new york still so right. everyone is basically like I'm not going back to cooking for myself every day. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Everyone's like preparing for that. But on like the beauty aspect, I think that one thing that comes around and is sure to happen every single winter is a big focus on skincare, right? Where outside either facing like the harsh winds and freezing temperatures on our skin or you're inside and you have your heater blasting that's sucking up all the humidity and all the moisture in the air and all the moisture from your skin. So everyone just feels so much more like dull, I think. Like we all lose our our natural glow, our little like the little bit of tan that we have with the SPFs that we use. And you just feel like dull and dried out. So mm-hmm. that's like when I make sure I'm doing a bubble bath once a week. And throwing in some bath bombs. I'm having my CBD oils out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just really self-indulgent come winter time because you don't have like the spring breeze going through the trees to like make you happy. And those like little things in life that just put a smile on your face. So you have to make them yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the humidifier? Oh mm-hmm. my God. I have so many. <laughs> I Same. I have it in the summer. I mean, like just pump it. It feels like a facial Mm -hmm. all the time.
1: And I have to for all my plants too. I have all tropical indoor plants and (laughs) they are not happy when you put a heater on. So for the skin and for the plants, people, let's just keep it going. How do you keep your hair moisturized? Is there any like your go-tos for keeping your hair from drying out? So many. So number one, because I bleach my hair all the time, I love to use Olaplex, which is actually not necessarily replenishing hydration. But when you bleach your hair, the chemical process that happens is that it breaks the bonds, the chemical bonds within your hair. Mm -hmm. And Olaplex is actually a reaction. Like we put it on, it's a leave-in treatment. You put it on before you wash your hair. So you put it on, you leave it on for 10 minutes and it restores those bonds. So it brings that elasticity back to your hair. So your hair isn't as brittle and it kind of if you were to pull on a piece of hair, it should stretch a bit. If it's a healthy piece of hair, if you pull on a a piece of hair that's been over-processed or dried out, it's going to snap on you. So that's one thing that like I live by. I do an Olaplex treatment every week. I have their shampoo and their conditioner, which helps keep up that bond going, that kind of chemical reaction. I don't think it's chemical. It's more on um, like magnetized, like the atoms. Mm, I, don't yeah. know, I don't have a science degree, but something like that. <laughs> and then like, that's what keeps my hair from breaking off too much. But then for hydration, I love the Amica soul food nourishing mask. If you just want your hair to feel amazing, that is like the best. Like I just slather it on. I wish I could slather it on my body if yeah. <laughs> it would feel that good it's so good like when you think of like soul food and nourishing like that's just the whole vibe of this hair mask okay. so
0: highly okay. recommend getting that asap mm-hmm. well I'll link those up in our show notes if people want to get them too perfect yes Ooh. yes mm-hmm. I we're all kind of like it does feel like preparing like winter is coming like game of thrones
1: <laughs> doesn't it seriously I'm <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then like, I'm really into astrology. So like just seeing everything that's happening in the cosmos right now, I have a little bit of tightness in my chest between now and like December, but it's going to be okay. We're going to get through it. What's your, what are your sun moon rising? I'm a triple Sagittarius. Stop it. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. What a gem. you I think you've posted about Meredith, Meredith. who's been Mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah. What are your astrologer takes? Like, what do they have to say about your triple Sagittarius? How does that show up for you?
1: Oh, just that, like, I have to, like, one of the things Meredith said was the last session I had with her, it was when I was debating to put my stuff in New York in storage until spring. Mm -hmm. I was like, do I get another apartment? Cause my lease was ending and I didn't want to stay in my old one. I was like, I don't know. Like, I want to be here. And she said, look, like For a Sagittarius personality, like we can't be caged in. Like our freedom is the biggest thing for us. Mm -hmm. So for me being, I'm actually a, whatever five is. So more than quadruple, I have five Sagittarius signs. Stop. In my my chart. So like, I have to be free. Like, thank God I have the house in Florida and in New York, because now that I have two homes, I don't think I can ever go back to one because I just have to be able to feel like I can get away at all times. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Be free, live your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's so magnetic. I'm sure that like when you're living in that space of freedom and feeling like yourself, like, you know, truly yeah. that that we're just brings in like, abundance.
1: Massive optimists. So mm-hmm. we're like the most optimistic sign of the Zodiac. So like I can basically be in a burning building and be like, it's fine. Yeah, this is going to be great. It'll just, you know, the charcoal will do some nice shadow work on the walls. And <laughs> um, like the glass is almost all the way full with me, even to a fault. Wow, oh,
0: well, that's a good. I mean, that's a good thing to have in your chart. I'll take it, right? Like, yeah, I don't think I have. I mean, any I like sag. it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of like, I don't know. I have a lot of polar. I was born. I was definitely a full moon child, so I'm like kind of all over the board. I don't think I have any sag. That's why I got to hang out with you guys.
1: <laughs> I was a new moon baby, so you? we got a full moon and a new moon. Get us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you like to do with astrology? You just like to study it, or do you use it? Like, do you have any rituals or routines that you use with astrology?
1: I do new moon and full moon rituals. I like, my manager laughs at me, but anytime, let's say we're working on a contract, we're doing a contract negotiation. And I I just told her, I was like, we have to get this contract done before Mercury goes into retrograde. (laughs) And she's just like, okay, okay. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Yeah, girl. So like my business practices are slightly affected by them. I do try to just be aware of everything that's going on for myself. Like I've gotten my birth chart read a few times and then I do a yearly astrology reading for like the year to come. So -hmm. that I know like big dates and things to avoid or like, don't buy a new house during this time, you know, just major purchases basically. But yeah, I would love, I actually want to go to Meredith to get taught a little bit more so I can like do like baby readings for my friends because I find Mm -hmm. it so fascinating.
0: Oh, same, right? It's like, there's so much to it. I've learned, you know, the basics, but like, holy buckets. And she's been studying for so long. And I'm still like,
1: oh, okay. There's so much. To I learn. know it's like my head's spinning. And then like all, I feel like I'll get a little bit of leadway, but then life will take me on like this whirlwind. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, what's the 12th house again? Like, what is that rule? And then I just get immersed in it again. And it's like a cycle. That's addictive. I think though, there's mm-hmm. a lot of
0: us that are in this, like, I don't know, just exploring and wanting to use it in a, in a helpful way. Cause I think at one point to me, astrology felt kind of scary, right? Like someone was going to tell me you're going to experience this negative energy on this day. And like, actually, no, that's not really
1: how it feels at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like tarot cards, right? You pull mm-hmm. the death card and you go, Oh God. But like, it doesn't necessarily mean that I actually did my own pullings when I was debating on like the apartment and, I had one that said, like basically, like my time in that apartment was going to end. And right. it did. Here it is. And now you're in your cool new place. And I know. And it's I'm so happy. You know the feeling when you are kind of on the fence, like you want to go with your gut, but you're still scared because like oh, yeah. it could be bad repercussions. But then it turns out amazing. That's what happened with this apartment. I was like nervous because I was leaving such a comfortable spot. But every day, like multiple times a day, probably every hour. Like I just kind of look around and I'm just like, I'm so glad I did this. And that to me is like pure gold.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially right now where you're at home a lot. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Well, Well, since we're
0: talking about fun, woo things that I love to talk about. So you do hypnotherapy, right? hmm How did you get into that? I'm, I love a good past life regression and just like hypnosis <laughs> in general. How did you get into that path?
1: So another trait of Sagittarius is are that we just love to learn things. Like okay. we're constant students. And a couple years ago, a friend of mine, her name's Grace Smith. She is a massive hypnotherapist. She wrote a book, came out with a book and I was actually two years ago, I was gonna head home to Florida for the holidays. And I was like, you know what? Let me order this book on Amazon. I'll read it over like my break, my quote unquote vacation Mm -hmm. that I never actually take. And I got it and I read it in like two days. Every chapter started with a client story and something that they overcame. And the client stories were so vast. It started with like a soldier who was, in combat and ended up having a stress stroke because Mm -hmm. his battalion was getting fired on, had a stress stroke, woke up in our military hospital in DC and was paralyzed. Half of his body was paralyzed. He was there for months and months and months. Finally, his son convinced him to let the new girlfriend do hypnosis on him. And the first session he was able to move his hands and his wrists, like his fingers up to his wrist. And that's after being like in our military hospital for months. So like that was the very first chapter It totally sucked me in. And then all of the chapters I just found so amazing. Like the chapters on hypnosis for anesthesia. We didn't have anesthesia for a very long time. That's true. When you had to have a a tumor removed or something back in the 1850s. Yeah. Like you were hoping that you could find a hypnotherapist to hypnotize you so that you weren't screaming in pain. That was just mind blowing to me. And then the final chapter was a hypnosis session that went into a past life regression. And that totally sold me. I was just like, this is so cool. And I realized that she has a school, a certification school for a national hypnosis certification. And I was just like, should I enroll in this? Like, do I have time to enroll in this? Like, do I really? do I need to add another job to my description? But I did and it's so freaking amazing and so cool. Like it's just such um, a wonderful tool that hasn't been tapped into and like you can do anything with it. Right. That's what I try to tell, like people say, oh, well, could you do this? I'm like, yep. And like I didn't even tell you what you can do. I'm like, you can't. Like <laughs> You can do pretty much anything as long as you don't have schizophrenia or severely autistic, you can basically like. I mean, the mind is power, so that's so you can cool. Rule the world, pretty much, or your, an, your own world. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, you're healing
0: yourself, right? Like you, and that's, I mean, that's how I have discovered you is through our friend, our online friend, Gina.
1: (laughs) Gina, shout out to Gina.
0: Gina's the best. And like, I never knew that you could do this, that you could do hypnosis, that you could do, you could tap into past lives or like heal yourself in this unique way. So I'm with you, like lifelong journey and like discovering this whole new world of of hypnosis has been such a such a gift. Do you take clients then regularly or just kind of like here and there amongst your
1: other stuff? Here and there, just because I only have so many hours in a day. Sure. I wish I could just like live, like pull in a separate dimensions and live them all at once. Because I feel like I just want to do so many things. But I do take clients. I like to specialize in self-love. So <sighs> yeah. in the nature of my job, right? I get a lot of messages from women who will say like, I would love to have your haircut or I would love to look like you. Like you're so lucky. Mm-hmm. And like I could never, and it's so heartbreaking, especially when it comes from like younger women. So I knew when I started studying, that I wanted to focus primarily on self-worth, self-love issues, self-confidence to help these women and people see their true worth and how amazing and perfect they are
0: Mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about that a little like what is it like to be so influential and still kind of protect your own energy like you said you're you're positive how do you remain in that good space being so much in the public
1: eye so uh, I'm very creative but I'm also very logical right And I've always, since the beginning, again, this is one thing that was lucky for me because I came into this at 30. Like Mm -hmm. I already knew what you should and shouldn't say to people. And I had an understanding that when someone is being mean, it's not really a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. So online, you know, when people are down, like you have to understand everyone wants to be seen, right? If someone's saying something, it's because they have had an experience in their life, whether it was before they met you, that caused them to think this way, right? It isn't necessarily something that you've done. So all you can do is just try to put as much good into the world as you can. Although I do, especially in the beginning, my entire platform is a very positive place. I don't have tolerance for super negativity or rudeness or crudeness. But when I do get, you know, something towards me, I try to answer with kindness, especially if it's towards me. If someone says something to me that is, you know, a little rude, I can handle that all day. Mm. It's when I'm posting about something else, like, especially with everything going on in the world today, like that's when I will be like, no, this is my space. This is my opinion. You don't get to come here and and spit this foulness (laughs) on my page. Right. And that's when like I cut things off. For me personally, I feel like I'm just super flexible with it. No one has really said anything to me that I like keeps me up at night for Mm -hmm. myself.
0: Good for you. I think that's like the people that really can grow in a healthy way in that world, I think are the way you talk about it seems like the way to go and be, believe in yourself, have that self-love as the first, the first piece. And then, and then you can love other people and you can show them what it feels like to love themselves and and Mm -hmm. grow. But I love that you're okay with being like, no, absolutely not. This is not, we're not putting this on my, this is my platform. This is not yours.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're free to share yourself, but I'm not going to have you like, you know, slander someone's name or anything like that on my page. Yeah. I will say though, I have one time I had a post that it's called paid media. It's when a brand essentially puts money behind your post on your page so that it goes out to more people. So they sponsor your post and we don't have control of it as a partner. So like they set the different settings on who it should go to the age group, the race, sex, all that one time, one of my posts went out. It was a very creative post, okay? It wasn't like a Instagram glam. It was much more on the avant-garde side of things. Okay. I loved it. I felt great about it. And they marketed it to a bunch of like teenage girls in the US. And I have never, like ever seen viciousness like this before in my life. Like really? I was shocked not really offended but I was just like oh my gosh like I can't imagine even when I was a kid I don't think like I was like trying to remember was I that mean as a teenage girl but they were oh my gosh they were losing it and I said something to a couple of them like not in a aggressive manner but more so in like a hey like Almost trying to like mama them a little bit, yeah. Them under my wing. <laughs> and some of them weren't having it, but a couple of them would re- like DM to me directly and respond and said, Oh my gosh, I thought this was like the brand's page. I didn't realize it was your page. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I said that to you. But it's like, huh. I think on the internet, so many people, especially young people, they lose that connection in knowing that there's a person like them on the other side of the screen, even though they've been in that person's shoes. I would never want to be a teenager on social media right now. That sounds awful to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they just have to deal with so much. And I don't know, I think when it comes to empathy, I try to keep it on an all time high, but it can be lacking in the digital world sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it shifts a little. I don't know. This is maybe wishful thinking,
0: but like The generation right now that's stuck at home on Zoom, like, I feel like they're going to get really sick of just technology and then they're going to go the other way. This is my theory that they're just going to be like, nah, see you later technology. And like in a good way. Right. Like they're going to use it as for the things that fill them up and then be like, nah, I don't need the rest of it.
1: (laughs) I mean, God willing, I always tell my nephews. So my nephews are 23 and 18 And I tell them all the time, like, make sure you can do things with your hands because actual life skills, like changing tires, actually hand-washing the dishes. Like, I feel like people don't even hand-wash dishes anymore because everyone has a dishwasher. And I tell them all the time, like, look, these kind of skills, yes, you probably will not need them 90% of the time, but the other 10%, like, you're going to know how to do these things and you're going to blow people's minds because I feel like even our generation do you know how to use a rotary phone? I do. I do. Like so many people don't know how to do that. (laughs) They don't even know
0: what that is. They're like, what are you talking about?
1: I know (laughs) Like just little things like that. I don't know. It's also probably because I'm a Sagittarius and I just like knowing how to do random things that makes me happy.
0: Yeah. What do you do to take care of yourself? You said bubble bath here and there, you do some new moon and full moon rituals. What else?
1: So, uh, in the mornings. In the mornings, I like to do yoga. So I start with a yoga, just a stretch. I'm really inflexible. And it took me a very long time to realize like the only way to get over that is to stretch. I was like, let's <laughs> just avoid stretching. And then I won't like have to deal with being inflexible. <laughs> yeah. So I just love like getting a really good stretch in. Bubble baths, CBD oils, face masks and hair masks all day. Like, I can do a face mask every day, but then I meditate a ton. I do self-hypnosis a lot. So I'll record my own hypnosis recordings. It's like a 20 minute session and play that for a couple weeks, meditating in general. And then if I actually like have time, I would just love to do things with my hands. So whether it's cooking, painting, just creating, I'll sometimes just sit down without a camera rolling and just do like really fun makeup on myself just because Mm. it's, to me, that's like painting, you know, it's a way to express yourself and just kind of let your creative juices flow without having to have a canvas and paintbrushes. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. Oh. well, I can feel your Sagittarius coming through the screen. So I hope <laughs> people can feel it it's good as well. And like, uh, and just again, like this month is all about fun and play. And this idea that self-care does not have to be super serious shadow work. It can be that, but it can also be Mm -hmm. filling your cup up with makeup tutorials, with nourishing your outside and your inside. And I think you're such a good example of both of those worlds. So
1: thank you. Thank you. Why thank you. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of different things too, is making sure that you're not putting too much pressure on yourself. So Normally like a, in our community for the month of October a lot of people do 31 days of Halloween where every single day they come out with a makeup look. And so many people myself included, I haven't even posted it's or a week into the month. I haven't posted one tutorial yet and normally I start in August. And I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. Like you have to mm-hmm. understand yeah. like it's okay to do things at your own pace especially in the times we're living in right now. And to like two things I have to say to people just to make your entire life happier. One, if your pants don't fit, go get new pants. It is so much more comfortable putting on pants that fit comfortably. Who cares what number is on the tag of them? Like it is such a good feeling to put on clothes that fit you properly. So just Mm -hmm. do that. And then two, if you follow people that make you feel bad, right? Like Just someone's page where when you see a post, it makes you compare yourself to them, unfollow them. Even if that's me, like I never want someone to have to look at my page and compare themselves and get down on themselves for it. I always want to be an uplifting place. And about two years ago, I went through my feed and I unfollowed all of the six foot Australian tan models that I followed that were all like Mm -hmm. fitness models. And I love being on social media so much more. So two tips.
0: It's It's good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Two tips from Lou. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm gonna tell my kids that I talked to Sarah Lou, because they love watching The Grinch, and like, they're. I think they'll be like, really like. (laughs) I love that name. That's great. (laughs) That's cute. Okay, well, where can listeners find you uh, if you want to check out all the amazing tutorials?
1: Sure. So. If you just go to Sarah Luhu, all one word, L-O-U-W-H-O, like the Grinch, you can go to any of my things. So it'll take you to Sarah underscore Luhu on Instagram, Sarah Luhu Bryant on Facebook, Sarah Luhu on YouTube. But if you just go to my domain, SarahLuhu.com, there's links to everything and there's links to my hypnotherapy. So you can book a session too. Yeah. I love that.
0: Well, thanks for taking time. I know you're busy, Sarah, and I appreciate just connecting with you. This is awesome. Of
1: course. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that you have a wonderful day.
0: You too. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I'm Ashley. I'm so grateful you're here. Give Sarah a follow on Instagram. Give Yoga Magic Podcast a follow. And leave a rating if you enjoyed this show. We'll see you next week for more fun self-care
1: practices.